Well, welcome into a special edition of Curbside Exclusive as the St. Louis Blues have hit the 20-game mark of the regular season. A quarter poll is done. The Blues sit with a record of 11-8-1 and one, and have an opportunity on Tuesday night to jump the four games over 500 for the first time this season. After 20 games, the Blues sit right now in the top wildcard spot in the Western Conference playoff chase. As we hit the quarter poll of the season, Thought it'd be a good time to check in on some details with Craig Berube and your captain, Braden Shen. So we bring that to you here on Curbside, an exclusive interview with Craig Berube and then with Braden Shen. Craig, your team hits the 20-game the mark, the quarter pole of the season. Ken Hitchcock always talked about taking the first 20 games to really understand the personality of your, of your team. As you guys have hit the quarter pole, how would you describe the personality of your squad? Yeah, I think, like, you know, we have the ability to score goals. I really do believe that. And um, we have some players that can make plays and, and do a good job on the offensive side of things. And I was, I've was i been pretty pleased with our team defense uh, other than some games. You know, obviously we got uh, – we let in too many goals there in this last road trip. But overall our team defense is uh, actually really good before that trip. And we got to continue to do that work on that team defense. Uh, that's that's really important. And are we like I said, we have the ability to score goals. Uh, I think we're a good offensive team. Um, but if we can just shore up that defense even tighter, and uh, you know, we're going to be that much better. What would you say is one of the key objectives you went into training camp looking for from your team that you have seen during these first twenty games? <clears throat> well, one, the defense. I think the team defense. Uh, a little bit of a new system, but and uh, we've I think the guys have taken real uh, control of it and understanding of how it works uh, for the most part, um, you know. But I think in training camp, I think you know one of the other things that we wanted to really dial in was our our rush defense too, and I've been pretty pleased with that too. You know, I think uh, our rush defense has been a lot better this year, which is important. And um, again, you know. I wasn't too worried about scoring goals going into camp. I thought that we had that capability of scoring. And early on, it wasn't happening quite as much, a power play, but it's starting to come. What, what have you seen from somebody like Robert Thomas in terms of stepping into a top center role where every night the matchups and the minutes he's playing are against the top grouping of the other team? Yeah, I think he's handled it pretty well. I think, um, you know, overall he's been pretty good, and I think – the one thing from Tomer is he's always asking questions of how what he can do better, what 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 does he need to do here in this situation, which is good. So he wants to get better, and he he relishes that role of uh, playing against top players in the other team. So he's just got to make sure that he's doing his job defensively more than anything. I think the offense will take care of itself, but just you know coming back in his zone, stopping and starting a little bit more, understanding his positioning and where he's supposed to be. So he's a very smart player, um, you know, and um, reads the game really well. What do you think has been the biggest uh, adjustment or difference in your team this year, say versus the first twenty games last year, to prevent some of the slides from becoming uh, long streaks? Yeah, consistency and bouncing back, responses after losses, all that kind of stuff. I think we still have to get more consistent and improve more. And um, I think the one area that we got to understand that we got to do a better job is when we get down a couple goals is fighting back a little bit differently than we than we have been in the games and, and keeping it a lot closer than we have been. 
from a special teams aspect, is is this an area of focus that you'd like to see more improvement now as you move into that second set of 20 games? Yeah, for sure. Our power play, for sure. I think it's coming in the right direction, I think. Um, but we need to improve it quite a bit. And uh, PK has been solid for me. You know, there's obviously a couple of games here and there where we gave up a goal or two. But overall, I'm pretty happy with the penalty kill. What have you seen as a coach from the younger players that has allowed them under you as head coach to grow and become much better NHL players? And we've and this isn't just this group this year. I'm I'm, I'm kind of including the development of a of an Ivan Barbashev and, and some of those other guys along the way. Yeah, I think just giving them opportunities, putting them in in um, opportunistic spots to to be successful. Uh, the one thing about our young guys is they're getting better all the time, which is very important, and it's good to see. You know, the Torpachinkos, the Tuckers, Neighbors, Holford, like they're all improving, and uh, they got to keep improving, uh, which is a good sign. So I think just putting them in good spots and. You know, believing them, believing in them, and um, showing them you believe in them, not just telling them, showing them by giving them ice time, putting them in good situations to succeed. What has Kevin Hayes brought to the middle of the ice for you? Yeah, steady role, steady, um, steady Eddie type guy. You know, I think uh, he's not going to wow you with his speed or anything. It's more uh, pretty, um, you know, positioning, you know, smart, good hands, um, you know. He's got the capabilities of making plays. And, uh, you know, when he gets into the off- offensive zone, that's where he does his uh, his stuff, you know, in, in the offensive zone. So, But he's also uh, brought a real, you know, different perspective in our locker room, I think, with a uh, good guy and a uh, real, like, outgoing person. He's got a great personality. I think he really rubs off on our team the right way. And lastly, uh, Colton Pareko kind of leading your defensive core this season. What What is it about his game that looks like it has him back at those elite minutes against uh, elite players? Yeah, skating for sure, more than anything, and being aggressive, you know, closing plays out. He's done a real good job. But, you know, if you watch, he, he's really skating, getting up the ice, shooting the puck all the time. He's got, you know, he gets five shots a game, it seems like, you know. So that's that's his game. So he's doing a real good job for us. Next 20 games, what's a big focus for you? Wins. No. Like, we got it. Yeah. Obviously. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, well, I do too. I think uh, just just in keep improving. Like I said, I think that our team defense can keep improving and our, our you know, our power play has to improve. Uh, that's another area of focus. And then, um, you know, that's the biggest that those are the biggest two things for me I think you know if we keep improving defensively it's not just in D zone it's um, the denials and not giving up odd man rushes and all that stuff the reloads just keep improving defensively and, and improve our power play it'll go a long ways thank you very much thanks Kerbs that's the Blues head coach Craig Berube now let's check in with the captain Braden Shen Braden big picture here uh, first off how do you encapsulate your first 20 games in the regular season as captain of the St. Louis Blues. Um, yeah, there's there's some learning curves uh, along the way and, and stuff that you have to deal with and maybe stuff pops up unexpectedly or, or whatever it may be, but uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, you lean on the people around you to, to help you through everything and help you make decisions uh, with uh, for the team and with the coaching staff and with Army and, and whoever else is, uh, is involved in making decisions. And 
um, you know, it's, it's been fun so far. Really enjoying it. Is it a different routine for you to kind of learn how to balance maybe the demands of that role along with just your normal routines of being prepared on the ice? Yeah, I think you... You, you learn, um, you can't say yes to everything. Um, you know, I think maybe early on you, you, you're, you're introduced and, and whatever it may be and you kind of uh, uh, say yes, uh, which is totally fine. But as it goes on, uh, people try and pull in, the, in directions everywhere. But at the end of the day, your, your job is a hockey player and uh, that's winning hockey games and helping the team win and, and performance. And, um, you know, so learning as I go here. From a team standpoint, the first 20 games are in the books. You guys set three games over 500 after 20 games. Uh, how do you assess the on-ice performance? Uh, you know, do it three games over 500. Uh, we'll, t- we'll take that because I don't think we've been as good as we needed to be, and we've kind of been inconsistent, right, at the start of the year, relying heavily on the goalies. Uh, weren't scoring many goals, and then we scored a lot of goals, and we kind of got a rhythm there for a bit. Uh, and then we kind of went into a lull of, uh, you know, bad defensive hockey. And, and um, you know, now here's a chance for us to uh, keep on pushing forward. We had a good month in November, um, you know, but I think that's uh, a little bit more inconsistent than we need to be. Uh, power play obviously has to get going. Um, so we have some areas that we can clean up, but we find ourselves in a playoff position now and you just have to keep on pushing forward. There was a lot of talk at the end of last season about just the feeling that the room never came together as a team. Do you feel very differently about that after 20 games and how you guys have uh, have gripped things this year? Yeah, um, definitely. You know, I, I think we were always a close team last year. I think there was just a lot of things that moving parts that went into it, right? Uh, there was the unknowns of, uh, you know, whether Vladdy or Ori or Barbie or Mikola or whoever was going to be signed, right? We had UFAs, big UFAs, and then we had the, the Kairos and Thomas as they're entering, um, you know, the primes of their career with new contracts and stuff like that. So uh, that's where I think our locker room was, was it wasn't off from, um, you know, an, uh, a personality perspective. It was just more so guys feeling out where they fit in uh, on the ice. And, and then we got so behind the eight ball with a seven or eight game losing streak early on. And, and this year, you know, guys are buying in, guys are playing hard. I think we're still trying to find out, you know, how we have to really play the right way and, and what we want to be. And, and um, you know, that's a balance and that's learning. And, um, you know, we have to rely on one another to, to hold each other accountable every night to play the right way. What's the next step for you guys in terms of finding ways to chase games, come back from games sometimes when, when you end up down a goal or two? That's just that's just a mindset and a structure thing. You know, you, you can't, if you're down two, you, see, you can't say we're going to score two to get back into it. You think you have to have the mindset of they're not getting another one and we're going to climb our way back into this game. And I think when we have got down this year, we have changed your game and we have changed our structure. Um, you know, just try and play a little bit more risky, not sticking to what works. And then all of a sudden, instead of being down two or down three or down four, right? So, um, you know, that's something we really have to clean up and focus on. You're not going to be up in every game. You're going to have to come from behind. Uh, the stats are crazy in this league, whatever it may be, to teams that come from behind, down one or two goals that win hockey games. And, and we have to find a way mentally and structure. Uh, the structure's there for us, but as a team to, um, you know, find ways to, uh, you know, believe in, in, our, in our system when we're down that we are going to come back. You played for Craig Berube as a younger player. You've played for him again now for quite a while here in St. Louis. What is it about his approach or style that allows younger players to come into the league and then develop into good players? It's not always that way with a head coach. No, that's that's trust and believing and, and a vision uh, on Chief has for uh, you know high-end prospects and uh, you know very good at uh, finding them roles early on and let them grow into to bigger roles and. Um, 
you know, you see it with Tom or you see it with Cairo. Uh, you know, I've had teammates in the past. You're, uh, you know, Jake Neighbors is playing well for us. I don't think you definitely haven't seen the best of him. He's a, he's just a, he's a, an awesome teammate that uh, accepts his role wherever he's at, and he's going to only get more opportunity, more ice time. And, and this year they started him with, uh, you know, fourth line and some PK, and, and now it's, uh, you know, getting some top line minutes with some power, playing a little bit of PK. So, you know, it's, it's, he finds a way and, and uh, gets got to get guys going. Kind of neat in the end that uh, you assisted on, on, on his first goal in the National Hockey League, and then he had the assist for you on uh, on point number 600. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, I've had a great relationship with him. It's funny. Like I said, I've told the story with Doug Armstrong. Kermit called me during COVID, asked if a kid from Calgary would come live at my house, and I was a little bit unsure of it at the time, but uh, it hasn't worked out better. He's played. He's, he's tons of fun to be around. He lights up a room. Um, you know, it's a, it's a guy that's really, really easy to cheer for and root for just because he is such a team player, and he... He has a team first mentality and, and uh, he just wants guys to, to succeed and do well. And he's getting an opportunity right now and he's making the most of it. And um, yeah, God, he was living at my house. Uh, we had uh, we had actually had a bourbon. Maybe I should say that he's probably <laughs> underage, but we had a bourbon at my house, uh, uh, you know, after he scored his first NHL goal. And then, uh, yeah, he assisted on my 600. So uh, it's honestly one of the, one of the you know, good guys, good kids that you want to be around. How good is your goaltending right now? Uh, great, you know, didn't watch. We uh, they've been great all year. Obviously, I think our team structure um, for four or five games there really, uh, you know, put a lot of great A's and stuff like that on them. And, and goals are going in at a at a fast pace there for four or five games. So we know when we play good in front of them, um, you know, they're capable of making saves, and we just got to tighten up in front of them. Can you put into perspective? The, the type of minutes and the type of play of Colton Pareko that he brings you guys every night? Yeah, just underrated. Um, you know, a guy that uh, he doesn't – people talk a lot about him, but they don't talk enough about him. Uh, he plays against teams' top lines the other night, whether it's Bedard last night or he's playing against David McKinnon, um, whoever, right? He's so big. He can skate with the fastest players in the league and, and gets in their way with the long stick. And, um, you know, he's, he, he's one of the best defenders in the league. Thank you, sir. Good luck uh, as we move forward. Curbs, anytime. Well, thanks to Craig Berube and Braden Shen for joining us on his curbside exclusive as the Blues hit the quarter pole of the season. Next up, the Minnesota Wild on Tuesday night from the XL Energy Center in Minnesota. Thanks for tuning in to Curbside Exclusive. Don't forget about Curbside Reaction. It's your next day post-game podcast that features everything from highlights to post-game reaction and analysis from each and every Blues game, and it's uploaded every single morning the day after the St. Louis Blues play. I'm Chris Kerber. Thanks for checking it out. Have a terrific start to your week, and we will see you at the rink.